Hi, everyone. Welcome to Cannabis Tech Talks, your weekly source for news and insights at the intersection of cannabis and technology. Shout out to our title sponsor, PolyScience, for supporting this podcast and helping us bring you the latest developments in this exciting field. I'm Patricia Miller, Executive Editor with Cannabis and Tech Today. So we're sitting down with Custom Cones USA co-founder Harrison Bard, and we're talking pre-rolls. Um, so Custom Cones USA is a pre-roll supply company. They're covering everything from pre-roll cones to packaging, even to automation. Um, so Harrison, before we dive into all that there is to know about pre-rolls, it's really a, one of the hottest sectors in the cannabis industry. Um, I'd love to know a little bit more about you and your background. What were you kind of doing before you came in to Custom Cones USA? Yeah, thanks for having me, Patricia. So before Custom Cones USA, I was working at Amazon up in Seattle, um, both myself and other co-founder Frederick Rating. We were there and um, working at Amazon, just in general corporate e-commerce business. We were doing um, like account management for large vendors on the Amazon platform. So e-commerce is our background and that's helped us, um, you know, build the leading pre-roll supply company and, and our whole you know, foundation of a really strong e-commerce store. So you've got um, this really cool experience that you've brought over from a mainstream industry and you're tying it into cannabis, which I, I think is always great to see. Um, if you've got this background in technology, maybe you could give us um, some insight into what the current trends you're seeing in pre-roll tech. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so pre-rolls are one of the fastest growing segments of the cannabis market. They actually are the fastest growing segment right now. Compared to all other categories, pre-rolls were growing 12% year-over-year in the U.S. and 38% year-over-year in Canada. The other fastest-growing segments were edibles, beverages, and vapes, which were at 10%. And um, other segments were either declining or had you know smaller growth. And before you know, the cannabis industry was mainstream, there wasn't really a lot of tools for manufacturing pre-rolls because there wasn't a need for it. There was you know not a demand to make hundreds of thousands of pre-roll joints a month. So, you know, the technology wasn't there. So a lot of the technology came out of the Amsterdam smoking cafes, the coffee shops. And that's where like the knockbox came from, which was just the really simple vibrating base where you put the cones in, they fell from the top. Those type of tabletop machines work great for companies as they're scaling up. And then typically where we recommend companies switch to automation is around 50,000 to 100,000 joints sold per month. Otherwise, those tabletop machines work great for companies, you know, as they ramp up their demand to get there. And then there are pros and cons of the automated pre-roll machines. So sometimes even if you are at those higher levels and you want to maintain certain quality standards, as well as have a really diverse range of pre-roll products, we may not even recommend you use automated pre-roll machines. Hmm. So yeah. how are you seeing um, Custom Cones USA sort of differentiate itself in the market? I imagine you've got You've got competitors maybe offering kind of similar services. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think the, the way we differentiate ourselves is we're not actually an equipment manufacturer. What we do is we find the best machines. We test them. We work with the manufacturer, you know, hand in hand, uh, giving them feedback. A lot of these equipment manufacturers are startups themselves. Because like I said, there wasn't a need for this type of equipment before. So it's not like there's, you know, big engineering firms making these it's a lot of mom and pop type companies building these type of machines in their garage and then slowly scaling up so what we really do well compared to our competition is we're really unbiased 
we find the best machines, either these companies approach us or we find them at trade shows or just on the internet. And then we go and we really investigate them. We get samples of the machines. We test them here. We work with like a beta customer, a really close client of ours, get them a machine for free, have them test it, give feedback. And then we've helped the manufacturers of the pre-roll machines that we sell a ton in terms of R&D, giving them feedback on what works the best. So if you're coming to our website and you see a machine on our site, you could have the confidence that it's like an unbiased perspective and and we really have confidence that it's a, a great quality machine. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's pretty unique. Most of the time it's um, wholesale, you know, what can we get at the lowest price? And a lot of times it's not not consumer tested and um, you're certainly not going to find that kind of commitment from the company selling them. So I think that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And and if you're an engineering company and you're building a machine, you're going to tell, you're going to sell the moon. Essentially, you're going to tell people what they want to hear. And a lot of the times they're developing this technology for the first time. And with any machine, it goes through iterations. The first version is not the best. And so, you know, by working with us, you have a little bit more confidence and, and we'll tell you at what stage the machine's at, how many, you know, iterations or versions are there now, how many installations. Whereas if you just go directly to a manufacturer, they're going to try to sell you the machine no matter what, because that's that's their core competency and that's what their whole business is revolved around. Also, our sales team is not commissioned, so we really don't have an incentive to sell you the most expensive thing. A lot of the times we'll talk people down. We'll say, you know, you're just starting out. You're in a new market. You really don't need an automated pre-roll machine, whereas an automated pre-roll machine company is just going to sell you it no matter what because that's their one item. So we take a really consultatory approach, really educational, and and it's not we're not incentivized to sell you the most expensive thing. We want to sell you what's right for you at that stage of your business, what scale you're at, and then help you scale responsibly as your business in that market continues to grow. I'm sure a lot of people really appreciate that insight. Yeah. Um, So I'm always kind of interested to hear, you know, how people decided to get into the cannabis space. So I know you've, you've got this technology background. Was it seeing an opening where you thought you could apply your skills or was it like a convergence of passion and opportunity for you? Yeah, definitely a passion. Um, both myself and and my co-founder Frederick, we're cannabis consumers. We love the plant, um, and so it's like a perfect mix between our technology background and then originally what we were doing before CustomCunsUSA.com was creating a cannabis-based paper product, and that's where we learned all about paper and cones and pre-rolls. So CustomCunsUSA.com, it's it's kind of a long story, but this was a side project originally. Our main goal or our main business when we quit Amazon was to make a weed infused paper. Hmm. So like the same way a blunt wrap is tobacco paper, or now a hemp wrap is a hemp based, you know, blunt wrap. We were trying to make a cannabis based paper. So we learned all about paper making, paper science. Then we actually invented this cannabis based paper. We went to manufacturers and they said, all right, this is cool, but it needs to be a cone. Otherwise I, I can't make joints with it. A cone is like the essential component of making a pre-roll so we're like okay how do we make a cone and then we went down a huge rabbit hole and then eventually started customconsusa.com at the same time of this cannabis-based paper company we were licensed in washington producing this cannabis paper for a little bit when customconsusa.com just exploded this was in 2017 2018 and that's when pre-rolls went from a an afterthought of where producers and processes were just putting um, trim and shake into a pre-roll 
to the shift where this is actually a product category that consumers care about and the quality went up, price went down and pre-rolls became a mainstay in the industry. Wow. So did you, are you still working on your cannabis infused paper? Yeah. So we're still working on it in the background. There's a lot of challenges in terms of the capital expenditure, the machines to make that type of product is really expensive. And given the the lack of interstate commerce, you'd have to set this type of facility up in every state. Mm. So yeah, so in the background, we've been doing research, um, trying to come up with other items that could help bridge that gap until federal legalization where this type of technology and the capital expenditure to produce this type of product makes sense and, and for the volumes that you would need. That's very cool. So you're you're talking pre-rolls with people every day. What are some mm-hmm. of the biggest challenges you're seeing kind of impacting the pre-roll sector? I mean, the biggest challenges that people face is they just don't know where to start. You know, a lot of people getting into the cannabis industry, maybe they used to be in the restaurant industry or they used to be into real estate or they've never started a business before. They just love cannabis. They've, you know, been involved in you know, the underground cannabis industry for years, and now they're starting a business. So a lot of people don't necessarily have formal business experience, let alone actual manufacturing experience. So it's not just the cannabis experience isn't enough, even if you've been around the plant in the industry for a long time, you're now segueing into a manufacturing business. So you need to understand all the steps that a manufacturer would take all the quality controls that you know, a food manufacturer or like a beer or wine company is going through. And then when you look at the tobacco industry, they are so strict and regimented in terms of their manufacturing and quality control. And cannabis is the exact opposite. So with tobacco, how they produce, cure, and then run that through a machine, they're super scientific and there's like no variation. Whereas in cannabis, people want to have 20 different strains and they don't have like the scientific background to understand like what is the particle size, what's the moisture content. Mm -hmm. And how do all of these variables affect the manufacturing process, let alone how to set up an efficient manufacturing process and build a team around that? It, there's a lot of turnover in the cannabis industry, so that presents some challenges as well. Those are really important points. I think um, when you get a manufacturing license as a retailer or just as a manufacturer, it's not like that comes with training. You know, it's mm-hmm. usually you're, you're paying a fee and you're getting the license and then it's free reign. Um, and of course, there's compliance issues and regulatory concerns, but it's not like you're trained in how to do this effectively. Um, and something that, you know, I see in emerging markets is um, a lot of inconsistency with the pre-roll products they're putting out. Um, and particle size, you mentioned, I think is huge. Um, mm-hmm. you know, people just want to, are inclined to put a lot of really finely processed um, shake and particulate into these these products when actually you need a variable particle size to get that consistent draw so the air can flow through and you don't get a floppy joint and you don't get one that's that's too tight and uh, there's exactly there's more complexity to it than I think you would imagine. Yeah, so we're not just a pre-rolled cone company; we're a pre-roll we're a team of pre-roll experts, and we partner with our clients to be a a part of their team. So we not only sell the pre-roll cones, but we sell all the machines and we don't just sell the cone filling machines. We sell the grinder, which is where the entire pre-roll process starts. 
which the next step we always recommend is sifting. Some people skip that step, but that's the crucial step where you're able to hone in on that particle size, make sure you're not putting in too much small particulate, a bunch of dust, which could cause the pearl to clog and have a really poor draw. And then of course we have all the expertise on the different cone filling machines, all the way up from the small tabletop ones to the full automation. So yeah, we're walking customers through particle size and what they're not thinking about is the moisture content. And also there's two components. There's the moisture content of the flower and then water activity. Sounds super similar, but they're actually two different measurements where if you're really sophisticated enough, you could have these analytical pieces of equipment to measure those. And if you're at that scale, if you're using an automated pre-roll machine, we definitely recommend you invest in that technology and invest in your workforce and teach them how to use these machines in a scientific way. Because you should always be measuring the moisture content and water activity of your flour before you grind it to make sure it's at the stage or at the levels that will grind properly for what you're trying to do. And then run it through a sifter to get to a particle size that is going to achieve what you want. There's a couple different reasons why particle size is important. One, like we mentioned, if the particles are too small, that could cause the pre-roll to clog and have really poor airflow. And then in general, having a uniform particle size increases the flowability of the material. This is something that when we were doing research, we saw in the pharmaceutical industry. So when, let's say, like an ibuprofen manufacturer is creating that type of pill, they did a study and saw that if the the granulate, the powders, the ibuprofen powder is a uniform particle size that flows through all of the machines and into the capsule pressing machine much faster and more evenly. Mm-hmm. Whereas if there's a variable, a variable particle size, those particles will agglomerate or clump together and then move slower or more efficiently through that process. So tuning in the particle size is really important, not only for quality, but for the efficiency of your manufacturing process as well. Yeah, killer point. And if you're putting all of this energy and effort into making really consistent quality pre-rolls, another thing I I see retailers um, kind of forget about is how to display these products properly, how to showcase them in a way that's like enticing because you lay a plastic tube on a shelf and it's not as alluring as, as it could be. So is that something Mm -hmm. that you're, you're also working with your clients on? Yep. Yep. The whole cycle from all the machines to the actual paper products. And then we also specialize in pre-roll packaging and then retail displays and other merchandising tools. So yeah, you're right. A lot of times if, so some stores design themselves like an Apple store where it's really minimalist and they have a contain um, like a, sh- a shelf. And like you said, they just put a couple tubes down on it. That limits the amount of shelf space because you're going for that minimalist type of look, which, you know, if that fits the branding of your dispensary, you're, you, you know, you kind of have to do that. But then you need to make sure that you're displaying those pre-rolls nicely. So we have a couple different merchandising options, different POP type of displays or other type of pre-roll displays to help hold those tubes, add some more visual signage. And then in the other side, you'll see stores with like the flat wall in the background. And a lot of the times they just have buckets like you could pick up from Uline that hook into the slat wall. And the pre-rolls are kind of stored below the waist level in these buckets. They're normally not even clear. And the they're there pretty much just for storage. It's not like the consumer could see them. Mm. So what we've developed was um, a clear acrylic display dispenser that goes onto the slat wall, moves the pre-rolls more eye level. And that helps with sell-through because the customer is able to see it and then different dispensaries um, come up with incentives with the the, ret- the pre-roll companies that are selling it. So if you want this marquee display, 
that's right by the cash register eye level, give us a deal or run a promotion, you do a discount. And so it's a win-win for both the retail store and the brand that's playing the pre-roll because it does, it really increases the sell-through rate. That's smart. Um, Harrison, we're going to take a quick sponsor break. And when we get back, we'll talk about more pre-roll tech. Every cultivator knows that facility design can make or break your grow. So why not choose the team with over 16 years of experience in the industry? Cerna Cultivation Technologies provides floor plan and architectural services, comprehensive HVACD equipment, lighting, and benching, and so much more, all within your budget. It's time to grow your way. Go to Cerna.com, that's S-U-R-N-A.com, to learn more. Welcome back. We're sitting here with Harrison Bard from Custom Cones USA, and we're talking about pre-roll tech. Um, so I want to to kind of look at what your your company is is doing right now. Is is there current um, technology or products that you're like most excited about to kind of be bringing to your clients? Yeah. So the biggest trends we're seeing, and then the technology solutions we're trying to bring to market to help clients meet those meet that demand is in the infused and connoisseur style pre-rolls. So that segment, you know, infused is pretty obvious, but connoisseur is a bit of a catch-all term that's used to describe premium type of pre-rolls or larger formats, like anything bigger than a gram or anything with a fancy tip, like a glass, wood, or ceramic tip is getting lumped into that connoisseur category. So that infused and connoisseur category is what's driving almost all the growth in the pre-roll segment. In Canada, that segment's up over 1,400%. Pre-rolls make up almost twice the market share in Canada as they do in the U.S., so super, super popular up there. Mm-hmm. And then in the U.S., that infused connoisseur segment's up 22% year over year. So we've been developing and bringing to market a lot of premium-tipped items, both in cone and tube shape. So we have glass and ceramic-tipped cones. Um, we're also coming out with wood tip um, pretty shortly, and those are available in the different types of rolling papers as well as hemp wrap. And then we have the tube format as well, which is just non-tapered, just a a pure cylinder. They smoke differently, different customer preferences. You could also typically fit more flour in the tube-shaped one, given the geometry. And, um, you know, those are a little bit more difficult to fill. So in our King Cone pre-roll filling machine, we have special cartridges and attachments to make those tubes fill properly. So that's been a lot of exciting technology and tools that we've been bringing to the market there's um, special attachments that hold the tubes properly. When you use a cone filling machine, when you lift up the cartridge, the cones don't fall out given the tapered shape. But mm-hmm. when you're using tubes, they'll just slide right through. So um, special tooling had to be developed. And then the cone geometry helps funnel the flower down when it's packing and packs nicely all the way at the end. And so you don't get that loose floppy tip. But when there's a tube shape, the geometry is less friendly and you'll get some more like air bubbles in there. So we have special tamping tools at varying heights and things that you could adjust to make sure you get a nice dense pack from all the way to the bottom to the top. And then there's also folding technology coming both on the automated side and on the tabletop side. So a lot of people assume that the more holes on a pre-roll machine, the more output you'll be able to make. It's a little bit of a a misconception. The bottleneck in your pre-roll manufacturing process isn't going to be in how big your machine is and how many cones you could fill at a time. It occurs later downstream in terms of taking those cones out. If you're weighing them, that's a really slow process. If you have to fix the weight, super slow. And then tamping, twisting, or folding is really slow. So honestly, 
is kind of a bit of a, a different path, but having multiple smaller machines is better. That way you could have more people and more cycles going through your, your manufacturing process at once. But then we've been developing uh, folding technology in our pre-roll press, also called the fill and fold machine, where after your pre-rolls are filled, there's a tool with different rods of different shapes. There's three different ones for each step of the folding process, but it helps you tamp down the top, crimp the tops of the cones, and then give it a flat finished fold. And then they come out of the machine totally ready to go. That saves pre-roll manufacturers a ton of time. That's one of the most time-consuming and, honestly, employees hate it, too, taking pre-rolls out and twisting them one at a time. So that's been really exciting to see as well. Yeah, I imagine. And do you think the the growth you talked about, especially in Canada and more so now in the USA, is that something that's coming from a more mature, more educated consumer base, you know, as they get more familiar with the the product and all the different ways they can consume. Do you think those premium luxury products are a byproduct of that more educated consumer base? I think it's it's really driven by just the core cannabis consumer. So the mark, so the the segments that increased the most, as I said, pre rolls was number one, and then the ones right behind it was edibles, drink, yeah, edibles, drinks, and vape pens. And then all of the segments that were declining, and some of them were declining, all of them in double digits, some of them up to like 30% declines or not, if not more, were topicals, tinctures, and capsules. Mm. And those product types is what I would bucket into like a wellness category. So you see a lot of brands saying, we're going to attract like the can of curious consumer. We're trying to make a wellness product. And while that is nice, and there definitely is a ton of medicinal benefits to cannabis, that's not your core consumer, or at least not the core consumer in the overall cannabis market. Mm. Your core consumer is a recreational consumer. And so the recreational type of products is what's really been exploding. You know, flour, pre-rolls, vapes, edibles, that's, you know, just a traditional recreational product versus those wellness products. And so these infused and connoisseur type of pre-rolls are going, you know, targeting that type of customer, your regular user, your person who's looking for higher THC numbers, which unfortunately people, they don't really care or they're not educated well enough about terpene content and, and the quality of the flower. They're just going for high THC numbers. So that's where the infused pre-rolls are really dominating. And as the price of cannabis has come down, the price of an infused pre-roll is almost equal to what a regular pre-roll was just a couple of years ago. So mm-hmm. It's it makes sense for the customer to get that higher potency product with more flavor compared to just a regular type of pre-roll. Great insight. I appreciate that. Um, when you're looking about the future of the pre-roll technology sector, what what does it look like to you? So the future is definitely moving to infused pre-rolls for sure. We're coming out with a white paper that we're doing in collaboration with Headset. That should be coming out in just a couple weeks. And so there's some really interesting data in there, one of which shows that infused pre-rolls are making up almost 50% of sales in certain states. Wow. So would not be surprised to see that continue to rise. If you're a pre-roll manufacturer and you're not making an infused pre-roll, I think it's a big eye-opener that you you really need to get into that segment. Mm-hmm. So future prediction, infused pre-rolls might make up 60, 70, if not more percent of all pre-roll sales. Wow. And then also multi-packs. So multi-packs is a huge trend as well. In 2018 and 2019, the single one-pack made up about 72% of all pre-roll sales nationally. By 2020, that drops to 63%. And now so far in 2023, 
only 52% of all pre-roll sales are that one pack. And that's with multi-packs eating into that market share. So we're seeing five packs being the second biggest segment. That's now making up 20% of pre-roll sales. And then the second most popular one is going to be like a 10 pack, which is now at 7% of sales. And back in 2018, 2019, it was less than a third of a percent of all pre-roll sales. Wow. Yeah, that is some rapid growth. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We're also seeing the size of the pre-roll get smaller. Mm -hmm. So the the one pack is typically that one gram king size pre-roll. And now we're seeing the 0.7 gram pre-rolls getting more popular, 84 millimeter. And then, of course, the little mini dog walker pre-rolls are getting super, super popular. Yeah, I like those myself. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so where can our listeners go to find out more information about Custom Cones USA and maybe follow your journey, Harrison? Yeah, customconesusa.com. We have a great knowledge center with a ton of blogs and videos. That's really what we pride ourselves on is being pre-roll experts. We're always coming up with product innovation. So just check our, our products. If you sign up for our newsletter, you'll always get alerts of when new items are coming out or when we're running deals. And then always, you know, subscribe to our YouTube channel to see all of our videos. And then we'll also email that out in our newsletter too when we come out with really great blogs and videos. I love it. Well, thanks for sharing your knowledge with us, Harrison. I learned a lot. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Um, to all of our listeners, if you'd like to learn more about emerging cannabis technologies, be sure to like this podcast and subscribe to Cannabis Tech Talks. Uh, you can pick up the most recent issue of Cannabis and Tech Today on Barnes & Noble newsstands across the country or grab a copy for free on canatechtoday.com. Uh, this podcast is produced in part by Pretty Easy Podcasts. Visit prettyeasypodcast.com if you're looking for professional production quality at an affordable rate. Until next time, stay elevated and thanks for listening. Hey, hello, I'm Tommy Chong. If you want something really nice in your laboratory, buy Durachill. I'm telling you, if you're not using this Durachill, you're not really in the pot business. You're just on the fringe of it. So if you really want to get serious, man, this is what you need. You need a Durachill in your life. You've got the technology here to have the cleanest, purest, healthiest product. I'm impressed. You want me to sell this? Buy it. Try Durachill or else. If your chiller's down, you ain't making money. And you heard it from me, Tommy Chong. Brought to you by PolyScience.